When it comes to weight management, we tend to focus on what we eat, but Noom's approach puts the focus on why we eat. That's a game changer. Noom uses science and personalization to help you manage your weight for the long term. Their psychology-based approach helps build better habits and behaviors that are easier to maintain. The best part? You decide how Noom fits into your life, not the other way around. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com to sign up today. What is happening? Welcome to the Plus Pitch Podcast. You're more pitching podcast from Pitchless.com. My name is Nick Pollock. Today is July 12th, and yes, we are going to talk about baseball. Mitch Keller with seven innings pitch and one run five at zero walks in five Ks yesterday. And you want to know what I think? Well, if you are a PO Plus member, awesome. You can stick around. If you're not, get out of here. This is just for PO Plus members. Thank you all so much for being here and supporting what we do. His slider and curve just returned three over 49 whiffs. Uh, his velocity was dramatically down. We're talking 1.5 ticks on the, on the slider. Uh, sorry, on the sinker and the four seamer. Four ticks down on the slider, two on his curveball. What is going on? Do not buy into this Mitch Keller start at all, especially... Especially as he goes to Coors next. Uh, Josh Fleming followed Matt Weisler, and it was three frames of four runs. Who cares? Miles Michaelis continued his amazing season, 7.1 uh, innings of one run, six at zero walks, and five strikeouts. He has a sub 240 BABIP, and I uh, I don't know. He's not going to hold a sub three array in a sub one whip, guys. Right? And that's the thing. That makes it really tough for me because he's going to have a sub 20% strikeout rate as well. So. I, I think we just keep rolling with this, you know, an extended Vargas rule, of course, and hope for the best. Uh, Merrill Kelly won seven innings, two in runs, five hits, two walks, and four Ks against the Giants as he did it a second time in a row against them. He has a 336 ERA with a 122 whip this year. And I think that's a good representation of Kelly is that we can look at the ERA and say, hey, cool, this is great. 336 is amazing. Uh, 122 whip isn't. And we expect this to get worse, including the whip. So, End of the year, you know, the rest of the way, 375 year with a 125 whip. Well, that's that's pretty much as Toby as it gets, right? Uh, Max Scherzer was absurdly good. Uh, maybe he deserves to be higher on the list, even though he's at six in the top tier right now. Golden goal for him. Uh, Brad Keller was the stream that worked. Yes! Seven innings, one and run three. It's one walk in eight strikeouts against the Tigers. The Tigers are the worst team in baseball against the right-handers, so there you go. Strike rate was 74% on the slider, 94.7 miles per hour, and 33 CSW on the four-seamer. It's all the things you want, um, and I uh, hopefully we can use them again another time as a streamer. But keep in mind, Brad Keller goes back and forth here, so uh, you know, he faces the Jays, and we do not want that. Spencer Howard went for the Rangers and did well against the Athletics. Five innings of one run, six and zero walks, and just one strike at home. I'm going to butter my bread with this. I'm glad he got the win, and he's doing 44% cutters now, so I'm just going only fastballs all the time. But yeah, there isn't enough here for me to latch on to. Sean Manaya survived Cora's props to him. He had a bit of a careful Icarus, allowing home run to Randall Gritchick later in the game. 6.1 innings, 200 runs, 5 hits, 1 walk, and 5 strikeouts. Velocity is down to 90.2, and only 4 out of 20 combined CSW on sliders and changeups. Yeah, um, no... This was this was as lucky as you're gonna get here from Shamanaya. I mean, wow! If you told me all those things, there's no way I would have expected this result. So I guess awesome. I mean, he had 19 cold strikes on this fastball. That's that's how he got through this. But man, all right, I I'm still a little bit cautious of Shamanaya. Jose Arrieta survived in cores against the Padres. I mean, nine base runners, but two in runs and six innings. It's insane. Do not do this. Trevor Rogers is still intriguing. 15 whiffs here. 
against the Pirates, but uh, nine base runners in 5.1 innings, seven strikeouts and two runs. Like, this wasn't bad. Even the whip hurts. It's a dusty donut. Uh, the slider returned 44% CSW. I'm so curious here. This may be a good second half for Trevor Rodgers. I'm not going to ignore it. I know a lot of people want me to be done with this, but I don't know. There might be something there to the high fastballs and low secondaries. I don't think that the secondaries get down far enough for him to really overwhelm the, the Pirates. He threw a lot of pitches that were over the plate and hittable here. I There's more precision to be done, but I don't know. It's uh, I feel like he's getting better. Maybe this is just who he is. We'll see. Michael Pineda somehow survives, and it's insane. Two and runs, 5.1 innings. I, I don't want to do this. Max Freed against the Mets. Ace is going to ace with 10 base runners in five innings. Um, that, that stinks. It was just an off day. He has a 252 ERA and a 102 whip entering this game, which is insane, and just give him a break. Daniel Lynch went against the Tigers, and he's not a righty, which means he did worse. Four innings, two and runs, six hits, one walk, and three strikeouts. He had 72 pitches and was pulled from this game as he had to cut on his finger. If you remember, he had a blister before, so it's just very, very frustrating. He could have gotten six, five or six innings in this one. Um, I don't really want to go through this as a Royal. If somehow Lynch gets dealt to the deadline, which I don't expect at all, but I would be more interested if he were on a team that's not Kansas City. Alex Cowboy against the Diamondbacks. I know he had a really bad luck before. This is just a, a very, very poor quality start. Six innings, three runs, ten base runners including four walks and just four strikeouts, seven whiffs. I'm just done. You know, he's a Brewers and then the Dodgers it could be on the way back from the All-Star break. I just don't want to do this. I'm done with this with Alex Cobb. I mean, I'm sure he's going to do well for some stretches in the second half, but... Ugh. Um, Cal Quantrill against the White Sox. You know, for a guy that was super dependable for two months, just one uh, poor quality started better in his last five starts now. As he went four and runs in six innings, eight hits, one walk, and three Ks. He gets the Tigers next, but then again, he'll have three runs and four innings last time out against the Tigers. But if you're not starting against the Tigers, what are you doing, right? I think you do. Uh, Adrian Martinez against the Rangers, we don't care. Alex Fajardo came back up for the doubleheader and 1.2 innings and four runs, we don't care. Uh, Aaron Nolan went seven innings, five run runs, seven hits, zero walks, and seven Ks. He had that bad inning, and that's him. Uh, one whip, though, seven strikeouts. Hi, I hope we'll hopefully get that luck back. Brian Bayo, I was hoping that the first start of the season, the MLB debut last week, was jitters and he would recover for this one against the Rays, but nope. Uh, four innings, five earned runs, seven hits, three walks, and five strikeouts. Yeah, I don't see the Red Sox relying on this after this one. Uh, Cutter Crawford and uh, Josh McCouncey are going to be relied on. Then you have Vivaldi, and then you have Sale, and you have Pavetta, then maybe Walken comes back, and so on and so forth. I just don't see Bayo getting those innings. Uh, and then Lance Lynn against the Guardians. The most disappointing start of the night by far. Four innings, eight earned runs, nine hits, two walks, and three strikeouts. Just six whiffs, 24% CSW. Fastball velocity was 92.5. 91 on the sinker. Uh, if I were updating the list, I'd put him close to Jose Barrios in the mid-40s or so. And it's it's bad right now. You get, he's a clear sit against the Twins. I still want to believe that over time he'll recover. I kind of wanted to consider like Gallon and Wheeler back in April when they were lower velocity and they need more time with the short and spring training and everything. And that's kind of how I was treating Lance Lynn. But this is rough and I understand your pain. Uh, I mean, that's a near three whip on the day. So hopefully Lance Lynn can recover moving forward. But he's not a drop yet. It's just, you know, you got to wait until past the break. Give him two more starts and we'll see.
All right, it's Tuesday. That means we go over today's starters, tomorrow's starters, and Thursday's starters. Uh, so Garrett Cole, Dylan Cease, Logan Webb, Sheen Bieber, and Kevin Gaussman are my auto starts today. Yes, it does seem like Kevin Gaussman is finally coming back from that chembacker to his ankle, which is good. Uh, in the probable start tier, you can make an argument that Spencer Schrader and Luis Garcia are both auto starts also. Uh, so good luck with those. Questionable start, Josiah Gray against the Mariners, Chris Flexen against the Nationals, Chris Sale against the Rays, and David Peterson against Atlanta. Keep in mind, no Ruanzi Contreras, he's staying in the minors, so you don't want to touch Chris Stratton at all. And that means that Jordan Lyles is my reluctant stream pick of the day. It's very close. I could see him as a questionable start. Spencer Watkins tomorrow in the questionable start. That's because he's allowed two in runs in the last three starts, and Jordan Lyles is a little bit worse to me. But a more dependable six-inning guy. So I hope that works, but it's just a lot of do not starts today. I mean, it's more than half of them. 12 to 32 is all do not start. It's just bad. I'm just going to say them all really quickly. Bo Brisky against the Royals. I don't really love that. Uh, James Capillion against the Rangers. Clevengers and Coors. Kirk Luber gets the Red Sox. Bubich against Detroit, but who knows we're going to see from Bubich. Noah Syndergaard against the Astros. Oh, uh, Adrian Sampson against Baltimore. Uh, maybe that works, but I mean, all these... I could see all these being in a questionable start, but they're all really just so fragile. Uh, Mitch White against the Cardinals. Daniel Castano against the Pirates. Josh Winder against the Brewers. Glenn Otto against Oakland. I mean, all these, again, interesting, but not really things I want to actually go for. Graham Ashcraft against the Yankees. Matthew Libertar, I'm very excited about, or curious about, against the Dodgers, but I don't want to do that. Only went four innings before. Bailey Falter should have an opener against the Jays. Connor Pilkington, Davis Martin. Austin Gomber, Dallas Kegel, Jason Alexander, Chris Stratton. I mean, it's all so like, uh, good luck trying to find the right one. I'm hoping Jordan Lyles is the one that I can uh, seize as a streaming victory. Tomorrow starters is reversed. You have 10 auto start plays. Shane McClanahan, Zach Wheeler, Luis Severino, Pablo Lopez, Tony Gonsolin, Shohei Otani are all aces going to ace, guys. John Gray's getting the athletics, absolutely. Sean, uh, Charlie Morton is going against the Mets, and he's essentially one or two starts away from getting that ace is going to ace label. Chris Bass is on the other side, and he's trying to get it back. And Christian Javier is going against the Angels, and that's a pretty obvious one. Now, in the probable start, you can make a case that Joe Musgrove belongs there, too, but he's going against Coors, and I can see Manners being like, you know what, maybe I don't want to deal with Coors, especially as a breaking ball heavy guy that is Joe Musgrove. Luis, uh, Lucas Giolito could be an auto start, but he hasn't really been that sharp, and the Guardians maybe could put up a fight there. Um, Jose Barrios does get the Phillies without JT Romuto, without Bryce Harper, without Alec Bohm, so maybe that does work out for him. Zach Allen and Joe Ryan close this one out with Joe Ryan leading um, against the Brewers, and then it's Zach Allen against the Giants. Both should be better than they have been recently, so I'm probably starting them. Questionable start tier, Paul Blackburn against the Rangers, Tarek Skubal against the Royals. Those are the premier two of the questionable start tier. I like them both, and I I do wonder, though, is Paul Blackburn the all-star with the 336 ERA this year? I uh, Going to be okay against the Rangers, who are heating up a little bit, while Tarek Skubal did have that nice start last time. But it's no guarantee that he's just now doing great. Maybe that was just a dentist. That is a start that it shows up but doesn't stick around as he go against, goes against the Royals. Our streaming pick of the day is Brady Singer against the Tigers. Again, Tigers worst uh, against Handers in baseball. Singer couldn't make this work even though he only went 4.2 innings last time against the Tigers and two runs. Aaron Savali is going against the White Sox. That could work. Um, he's been better lately and the White Sox are worse against right-handers. Uh, you have Adam Wainwright against the Dodgers, though. You have Keegan Thompson against the Orioles. That could work out. Spencer Watkins going against the Cubs and Josh McCounsey against the Rays. 
Uh, Winkowski is a cheap win option. Keegan Thompson's been better with his four-seamer and his cutter. And Spencer Watkins, again, two in runs in the last three games. Uh, do not start is Aaron Ashby against the Twins, and I actually might even want to put him underneath Chad Cole and Brubaker because he's only won 72 pitches last time, and he's against the Twins, and that's a tough matchup. But JT Brubaker is going against the Marlins, and Chad Cole's hosting and uh, cores the Padres. It just doesn't seem right to me that it wants I want to sign any of these guys. Then Eric Fede, Mike Minor, Tommy Malone, and Sam Longer. Obvious, obvious. Do not start. And on Thursday, you have Cutter Crawford against the Rays. Not the worst thing. Um, I would actually probably put him in the questionable start tier. Maybe he did deserve being on the list on Monday. As Nestor Cortez gets the Reds, and even though it hasn't been that great, he's a probable start for me. Uh, Drew Rasmussen against the Red Sox is a sit. Ross Dribbling is a questionable start against the Royals. I like him better than Cutter Crawford there. Um, John, Johnny Cueto against the Twins is a sit. Tristan McKenzie against the Tigers is essentially an auto start, uh, if not top, but probable. Um, Elvin Rodriguez is starting again for the Tigers, but you know, obviously you don't start him there. It's not the, it's the other Erod, not the one you're waiting for against the Guardians. Carlson Hernandez is coming back against the Jays, absolutely not. A Sunny Gray against the White Sox is close of probable and, and questionable. I'd say bottom of probable. Um, Framer Valdez against the Angels has turned into an auto start there. Uh, Reed Detmers against Houston is so unfortunate for Detmers. That's an easy bench, but I'm very curious how that side is going to perform. Marco Gonzalez against the Rangers is a questionable start. Martin Perez as well is a questionable start against the Mariners. Kyle Wright against the Nationals. Yeah, I'd say that's an auto start. Maybe top of probable. Uh, Braxton Garrett is maybe my stream pick of the day against the Pirates. We'll see. I think he's going to be the bottom of questionable there. Carlos Carrasco against the Cubs is a probable start. Um, Patrick Corbin is a do not start against Atlanta. Justin Steele just didn't steal against the Mets. Is a no thank you. Luis Castillo. Oh, man. Against the Yankees? Bottom of probable, top of questionable. I don't know where I'm going to do with that one yet. Uh, Corbin Burns is the number one play against the Giants. Zach Thompson against Miami. No, thank you. That is the Pittsburgh Zach Thompson with an H. Dakota Hudson against the Dodgers. No, thanks. Kyle Freeland in cores against the Padres as a lefty. Absolutely not. Tyler Anderson is a probable against the Cardinals. Blake Snell in cores after striking out 23 in his last two starts. Ugh questionable yeah i guess and uh, not probably not not uh do not start bottom of questionable i don't know and carlos rodon is the number two play against the brewers man rodon versus burns what a start that what a game that's going to be but all right that's going to do it for today so enjoy the nick and alex baseball show live on twitch at 10 p.m eastern time tonight but that's going to do it so my name is nick pollock and me your baptist below and your strikeout tie